Access All Areas with Joanna Shimonides and Stephen Lang on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening and welcome everyone to another at-home edition of uh, Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. I am Stephen Lang. And I'm Joanna Shimonides. Hope everyone is well and welcome back. Welcome How back. How have you been, Stephen? Good. Same old, same old. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing new to report. No, I went to go see my family last weekend. That was super nice. Cute. Uh, How was it? Yeah, it was. It was good. It was. Um, it was. It was nice just to feel a bit normal. Also, to get out of London for a day. Um, I don't know if technically I'm actually really allowed to do it, but I did anyway. We did. <laughs> we did. We did uh, maintain social distancing most of the time. So we've done yeah. all, the, all the stuff we're supposed to. Love that. And how was? Your, how did your mum feel when you turned up? Well, she was very surprised. She was mostly <laughs> shocked that she. Caught, she had caught her without any makeup on <laughs> seems odd for a, like a mother to say to her son I was like why would I care I didn't give a shit um no that. but it was it was actually super sweet um and I, yeah because I haven't seen my mum since Christmas so it's quite a long time it's to not see your family um, yeah I think I've not seen mine since January I think as well so it's been quite a while so hopefully I'll go see her soon but I'm just oh, I don't know I'm just scared to like just mingle with people of course yeah and what how yeah because they just announced earlier this week that um that uh, the um distance measures have changed haven't they um so is it going down to one um one meter plus is apparently the thing so it's like try and be two meters but if you can't one meter is going to be fine is that a one meter like just walking past someone in a supermarket i don't understand what well, one, one meter, meter is I, I would say it's about the length of my arm Okay, yeah. right. Well, I can maybe go on a social distance date then, if that's the case. Yeah, just don't, just don't get too, in, just don't get too, you know, up close and come, personal to them if you like them, if you like them a lot. <laughs> I'll just be like, we'll be like this, you know, the ET, the finger thing, just like that from a distance, staring into each other's eyes. Um, oh God, no, cringe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, how are you feeling about that? Because obviously, you've been, you've probably been one of the best people out of anyone I know. You've been sticking to the rules quite well. I have been so good and obviously when I said you're allowed up to see up to six people obviously social distancing as well um I went and saw my friends we went to a park we sat all together obviously a bit of a distance as well from each other and it was so nice I mean we had I think six bottles of like alcohol and it was all gone and we we're absolutely fine after and I really thought really? I mean we've, yeah we've all gone without drinking for a while and I thought we're gonna be absolutely pissed but we were fine so that was brilliant That's but it was good. just so nice to have just like human interaction and just be around the ma my mates because I absolutely miss them so much so but I've been really good and that's why I don't kind of don't mind doing that now because I know that I have been really really good and they because my friends I did not think they'd be this good as well they've been really really good with lockdown so um yeah it was just nice seeing them yeah it just makes you just feel a bit more normal doesn't it how, how are you feeling about uh, all the pubs and restaurants opening I mean I'm excited to have well yeah I'm, I'm excited about like it's, it's like up outside pubs and well, not outside pubs, Pub but like outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like that. I'm happy with that, but I just still think it just defeats the purpose of. Look, I just don't understand how this is all working out. I'm just like it's kind. Of, when I sit back, I think it's all actually doesn't even make sense. Well, the point I think is is that there's much less of the virus going round now, so the chances of you catching it are way less than they were in February because 
Go yeah. on. Do you know what I think? Though? I think like say like someone was in work and then they went over, say say when the pubs and stuff and like, beer gardens open up and they go outside and they might brush against someone and then they may catch the virus, right? Mm. Then they then go serve the person food at this outside bit and then that person just catches it. And I just think it's just like, it's a bit too, I don't know. I'm just not a fan. Yeah, I do know what you mean. I think it's, I think... But the point is, is that the chance that that first person has it is much less than it was five, four or five months ago. Um, So, yeah, obviously it's still a risk because the virus still exists and is going around in the community. But um, hopefully it's not as bad as as it was. Um, And because we're not mixing in big, big numbers like football matches and concerts and things like that, which is like tens of thousands of people. Yeah. Those are way worse for, from what I've read, those kind of situations are way worse for it than like just brushing past someone in the supermarket because the chances are really slim. Um, yeah, but then I also think about like, say like public transport and going to mm, work. Mm. I mean, everyone's going to be rushing to get to work at the same time and then it's going to be absolutely crowded. And I'm, and there has been so many people in the news and stuff saying that these masks actually don't protect you from the virus. No, so they don't protect you. But what happens is if you are, if you don't have, if you have the virus and don't know, for instance, you've got no symptoms, the mask will stop you from being able to breathe out the particles, the the particles that could then lead someone else to catch it. So they basically (sighs) catch the, yeah, I mean, it's it's like a right old drama and a right faff. But I do think that probably we won't be seeing a situation where everyone's going to be getting on the train at the same time to go to work. And everyone yeah. won't be, there'll be staggered arrival times at different places. True. People, won't, they won't, like, I certainly think my office, which is, they're talking roughly, it may be opening again in September, um, yeah. maybe, not even definite, um, that it, it will be like 25% of the workforce going in on any one day. So it's like, you're, you haven't got the huge numbers that you had before. But to say all that, still a risk. And I think it's a bit nerve wracking. Um, yeah. If the numbers go up from when the pubs open and that, we'll see. We'll see, won't we? Oh, not another lockdown, please. No, I can't deal with this. <laughs> and, if, and if there is another one, I'm buying a house and I'm going moving out and living on my own. <laughs> Get a little caravan for yourself, babes. <laughs> Love that. I'd, I'd be sitting out. I'd drive to like a nice little field and just sit there and you know do some meditation shit oh, you know, yeah, love love meditation shit <laughs> <laughs> meditation shit but aside from that my highlight of my week has been trying to look for hot tubs i can't find them anywhere why why a hot tub just yeah, one. just yeah, just a bit of fun get a couple of content pictures in them you know <laughs> but these, I, I don't i want the blow up one they're between what 300 to 600 700 pounds well, I'm asking, yeah and i'm asking around and then people are saying like seven grand and i'm like excuse me i don't i want a blow up one <laughs> <laughs> there must be a way of um yeah surely you've got you've got a, what is it nearly seven hundred thousand instagram followers surely someone will give you a free hot tub well i, I mean um, I think they're selling like hotcakes. I don't think they quite need um, any promotion right now because they're, they're, people are buying them left, right, and centre. Yeah, because they're just sitting in their gardens, desperate to. Yeah, exactly. My, have a my bad dad. Time. Just, yeah, but then um, obviously there was that. Did, was it you that showed me that thing about someone talking about? Um, oh no, I got sent this thing about. Um, oh, who was it? I can't remember who it was. And they're talking about like poo particles in. It was on this morning. It was on this morning. Yeah. Yeah. It's not oh, yeah. the most sanitary or healthy of things, but you know, whatever. 
<laughs> I mean, if my dad tries to get in, I'm like, Dad, get out! Don't even bother! Wait! <laughs> well, that is a very pleasant uh, thing to think about, Joanna. Thanks for putting that into my mind. No problem. Honestly, <laughs> but I'm, that's why I'm debating getting in, but I think I'm going to in the end. I, yeah, fair well. one. Um, have you seen, we've obviously been like the Strictly uh, show the last like two months. It's been like Strictly professional after Strictly professional. <laughs> And apparently now Craig Rebel Horwood has said that the show is definitely coming back. So you will finally have the chance to actually watch the series. Yes. Because <laughs> you won't be going anywhere else on a Saturday night. So <laughs> Exactly. And because I think I've met them now, obviously virtually, Ooh. I've met them. I think I'll actually enjoy watching it more because I'll be like, oh, I met that person. They're nice. And oh, that person's like a bit different there. Like, well, you so never know. You might be getting the call soon, Joanna, to, to sign oh, up. Oh, I mean... To highly doubt it, but you never know. Never you say never. never. Yeah. But I feel like you know, I'm like I'm I'm a sucker for a boy who can dance, a boy who can sing. So if there's any of them dancing on there, and I think, oh, you know, I might slide into his DMs. Well, fair enough, babes. Is there any? Well, I'm trying to think of the ones we've had. The most of them are in relationships. That's the problem. Yeah, mm. I'll just like watch and, and um, you know, dribble from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely going to be it'd be good if, like we've said before, it'd be good if it is back. Um, yes, I agree. And yeah. more showbiz news. Maura and Chris rumoured to be in a relationship. And a week before, also, Maura and Michael rumoured to be in a relationship. What do you, <laughs> so, what do you think is what do you think's happening here? Well, I know that Chris lives with Michael and Jordan and that. So that Maura's always there because they're all just friends. They're all like best mates. And I mean, I don't know if anything's gone down before but I know that they're all just friends and Maura and Chris especially are like best mates like buddies right obviously if they if Chris and Maura are together I mean that would be like one of the perfect couples because they actually get along so well they're both silly they're both like just like joke around all the time and I think it'd be really cute but aside from that all I know is they all live together obviously not Maura but Chris and everyone live together mm. and Maura is known to be very close with them as friends so so it's easy to kind of link them because they're seen together so often I guess yeah that's what I think. Do you have any insider information you can share? I actually don't, funny enough. I mean, me and Maura were messaging the other day, but I'm not going to go out right and say, so what's been happening in your love life then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair one. You don't want to get a reputation for yourself as being a, a gossip, do you? Yeah, and like an information digger. But aside from that, I do know they are friends, so I'm not quite sure, you know, um, what's been going on, really. Yeah, well, we actually have um, a Love Islander coming on the show today, don't we? We haven't, told, we haven't said he's coming on. Uh, yes. we have, um, first up, we have Janet Devlin, a former X Factor singer. Um, yes. And she's uh, just released uh, some new music, so it'd be great to chat to her. Okay. We also have Big, big, big Chris. <laughs> I wonder if it's meant to be the other way around, Chris. I did, I have, yeah, I mean, because it, it just, it's just the way it would normally look, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. He, he was on the Winter Love Island, wasn't he? Yes, which is exciting to get talking with him. Because I actually met him when I came out of the villa. Because oh, um, he's actually friends with Anton, so I'd like to know if like him and Anton still speak as well. That'd be quite good to find out. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Um, and then finally, very excitingly, we have an actual Hollywood star on the show uh, in the form of Matthew Morrison, um, formerly of Glee, and uh, what to expect when you're expecting. Yes. And, uh, well, it's now been cancelled, but the um, great dancer on the BBC, he's doing a little thing for CBBS. So. Um, great to talk to him about that coming up so yes, yeah definitely quite a few exciting people which i'm excited about just a little warning on our interview with janet she does talk about some uh some sensitive uh, issues about her mental health and um suicide so just keep that in mind when you're listening 
uh, I believe we have our first guest, Janet, uh, ready to come in now. Hiya. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Really good. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Your hair looks incredible. <laughs> I was just about to say that. It's amazing. Is your hair naturally curly or is that like sort of mousse gel? Uh, it's naturally like quite flat, but curly. This is all like an illusion of like blow drying it upside down and torturing it. <laughs> is know? that diffuser? Do you use a diffuser on your hair? No, 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 no. Diffuser would make the curls like not frizzy, whereas the frizz makes it makes people look at it and go, oh yeah, of course that's your natural hair. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah. So how, have, how have you been spending the last uh, last couple of months, Janet? Oh my God. Uh, you mean apart from getting fat and getting measurable? Exactly um, the same as me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> basically, I've, nothing's really changed for me. A lot of my life is online. Like I run the YouTube channel, I do online shows. I'm pretty present on basically all social media. Mm -hmm. um, so like my only difference was that like, you know, the gyms and the cinema shot and I was like, oh, my <laughs> illusion of a life is gone. <laughs> um, so that went, um, but basically I was obviously supposed to be starting like this new phase of, of my, my, like my release where, you know, you start doing shows, you start doing launch nights and meeting fans again and actually playing the music live and then, the universe was like, I know you waited five years to put this album out, but... <laughs> <laughs> now it's not your time. <laughs> I... No, it's been great. <laughs> it, I mean, that is like the funny thing, because that's one, like, yeah, for guy, for people in the music industry, this is, can be problematic, right? <laughs> it's, it's the same thing. Yeah, belief. I think it mostly hit, you know, because I've, I've kind of made my life digital anyway, but like it hit more like my musicians or like, you know, you see an artist play live, and you think, oh yeah, just the artist, but you forget about the the guitar player, the drummer, the the engineer, like all these people that mm. are taking on the road constantly, like that's their bread and butter and like that's gone. So that's crazy. That's the thing. I do find it crazy as well that I found that a lot of artists are, were actually planning to release their music at the same time. Yeah. And then magically we'll go into lockdown and it's like, what would you do now? So you do anything sort of to help promote your music and stuff now using Instagram, you're doing lives, you're doing um, sort of like anything else to help? Literally the same old things. Yeah, I've actually, do you know what the only surprise I'm on is? Is doing a Facebook live. Cause like, mm, I don't like Facebook. Ah, it's because <laughs> mm, my audience on Facebook tends to be older and like angry. Like the amount of parents <laughs> that comment on my post going, Oh my god, put some more clothes on or are you trying to impress? I'm like, Karen, shut up. I don't care. <laughs> I really, really don't. But obviously I'm trying to sell something, so I'm like, Karen, what's up? <laughs> How are you? Love the comment, Karen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that you don't like me, it's fine. Um, you know, just that's my only real difference. Like everything else I already do, you know, anyway. Like I'm always doing lives on like Instagram or like YouTube or I'm pretty regular with just like being on the internet. So like that kind of stuff hasn't really changed. But I suppose the only thing that's different this time or different even from when lockdown started to now is obviously, you know, things like Black Lives Matter. Um, that for me was probably, that was happening a few days before my album dropped. Mm -hmm. So I was like, <laughs> um, you know, I was like, I, I don't want to seem tone deaf mm. um especially since i'm a big supporter of it i think obviously the world's gonna have to like the world's gonna be broken by the end of corona anyway we're gonna have to rebuild society so it's like how about we just rebuild not a racist one 
What a concept. Mm, I know, right? <laughs> so that makes me really happy. So I was trying really hard to just like not deny the people who worked really hard on this record. Um, you know, obviously I did, but like there's like sound engineers, like other writers, like people that have like invested their time into this album, not just myself, mm. who I didn't want to deny them maybe a little bit more money from a few more sales or something like mm. that, you know, and especially with the book and stuff, like the publisher, I have to try and keep them happy as well. So it was, it was really trying to negate this new territory of like, please know that I'm really supportive, but please don't work gotta eat food i think people do understand the difference and they get the nuance do you know what i mean it's not like you know you're 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 an independent artist you're trying to like really push your stuff you want to do what you want to do and i think people understand that you know they don't think anyone's going to hold it against you Um, i really hope so obviously actually you you mentioned black lives matter there's been your series of x factor seems to have come under particular like it's interest isn't it because of what mm-hmm. uh, what Misha B has said and yeah. um what what have you made of that and if, did you have any insight at the time to what was going on then um it's hard it's it's hard to think back to those times only because everybody had their own heads up their own butts you know what I mean obviously trying to like <laughs> I was falling apart you know I was trying to not kill myself half the time so like my mind was on occupado however I did I did remember because we were really good friends and I loved her to pieces. And the reason why I loved her was like, she was like, out of everybody there, all she wanted to do was burn people up, lift people up and like support them. And like, she's a God woman and I'm a God woman. So she'd always just be like, you know, the good Lord's walking you down. And I'm just like, I appreciate you so much. <laughs> I loved her. She always stood up for me and I really appreciate it because at the time I had, I, I, I was so afraid of everything. I was constantly having panic attacks. So like I, couldn't speak up for myself and she spoke for me sometimes and I freaking love her to death for that for my whole mm. life and then to you know find out like how she saw her experience on the show as well like I didn't know that she was also suicidal during the show you know what I mean like I, I never would have thought that and um it was really annoying to for me the biggest annoyance for me during that show was always why is she, you know, in the bottom two whenever she's like the best vocalist here? She's actually doing something different. She's rapping on songs, which is original content. Like, why aren't mm. people getting this? Why? <laughs> yeah. It used to frustrate me so hard because I was her biggest fan. <laughs> so <laughs> it just bothered me. I, I obviously don't, I didn't think so much of the um, possibility of it maybe being racist, like racially, uh, racially motivated. Mm. Um, but I suppose like when I, I think that was naivety, like I literally came from a small town in Ireland thrown on the television, like, ah, there's like, I I'd never really seen racial issues because of the lack of diversity and races where I come from. Like everybody looks like white bread. Um, mm-hmm. so like that was, I, I'd never seen it. So I didn't even think to see it that way. At the yeah, time. Yeah, and yeah. that's, that's my own naivety. Um, so I just, I just definitely remember being annoyed with people saying, oh, you're so feisty, you're so this, you're so that. And it's like, yeah, but like, it's called a stage persona, my guys. Mm. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. did you And get? also, that's the whole, the X Factor is trying to, like, well, the idea was at least to try and help you, like, curate that, right? Like, try and curate whatever your persona was on stage. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So. And like, she was the only person who was doing original stuff, knew her own style, like her dress style, killed it. 
all the time like it was actually she knew what she wanted and for me that's like when I look back I'm like that's a ready-made artist that girl knows who she is knows what she wants and writes music what is what's going on yeah Um, I definitely remember being very upset when they accused her of being a bully obviously for the fact that's like I knew who was bullying that (laughs) that year yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Wanna name any names? <laughs> no, but I was just like, you got the wrong guy. Oh. Um so that that was that was heartbreaking obviously to see because like like I said, she was like one of the good guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's definitely and you mentioned your 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 difficulties on the show. What what how did you manage to deal with them? You know? Um I've always had a broken brain, so I'll stand up and say that before even television happened. I was self-harming by the age of 12, and I was an anorexic by age 14. So, like, I was not on a good trajectory, mm. right? Um, I did TV, and my suicidal ideations kind of flared up about halfway through. And then whenever they got really serious, I told a runner, or, like, you know, the people that look after you. And I was like, hey, I'm kind of like, I need to talk to somebody. Like, I'm broken, and then within 24 hours, I was literally in Harley Street with a psychiatrist, a psychologist, and a doctor. I was medicated within that 24 hours. And it was like, oh, cool. So you actually think they did, <laughs> uh-huh. they did the right thing by you, do you think? Oh, absolutely. Time? Like, I definitely know that some people are like, oh, I was suffering and, and, and nothing was done. And I'm like, yeah, but did you ask, though? Did you yeah. ask? Because mm. I, I actually had, I remember anybody who was getting help in my year everyone asked You'd, it wasn't just assumed that you needed help especially mm-hmm. considering it was 10 years ago the vocabulary for how we talk about mental health now versus then is very different and if you didn't yeah. reach out then you were never going to get it it was never like a hey want to talk to somebody yeah like how yeah, it might yeah, be yeah. now it wasn't like that what was well, it about the show that sort of made it flare up? What was it like, sort of like, did you get trolling or was it just uh, like the anxiety of going on stage? What sort of was it that, that made it flare up? Um, there was a lot of things going on. I was in an abusive relationship, emotionally abusive, not physically. Yeah. Um, that was really horrible. But um, I think for me, it was kind of the opposite. I mean, obviously I was getting hit. But, like, I was under no duress that, like, people were going to like me when I did television because I hated myself. So I think what really made it flare up was, like, I was living in a fairy tale land in my head where I believed that I was the worst, most vile, most disgusting human being who ever existed. And then whenever I would leave a studio or something and people were like, oh, my God, Janet, I love you. I was like, what is the world's broken? society's not real um so i it just messed with my head i thought the whole world was in on this joke that i i wasn't involved in and that secretly behind my back everybody was laughing at me and tearing me apart um and they weren't obviously but like that taught me that i really needed to work on myself because as well like the the main person in my bubble was my ex-boyfriend who was like yeah you're not that special your voice isn't that good and i'm like preach you're telling the truth you're the (laughs) only one who's like getting it you know so that really really didn't help that led me to a lot of toxic thinking and you're feeling better now it's 10 years oh my god i love myself yeah Yeah. i'm so chill with myself i'm like uh, I don't I don't even know how to explain it to people because I know when you say oh I love myself to people they're like all right calm down um I'm like no 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 like 
I love myself for like who I am, flaws and all. Like I don't really give a crap. I had to be my own best friend, especially yeah. considering how much time as an artist you spend on your own or in your own head. It's like, dude, I'm sorry. We got to be friends. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't make the rules. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I did. And, and, and my life has just been so different since I, I made the change like five years ago to start you know, learning how to accept myself. And was that through therapy or just like to do self-help or what was it just a process? Uh, that was so five years ago, I got into recovery um, for alcohol. And obviously you think like one or two months in, you're like, I've got, I've got this down. I'm not drinking anymore. <laughs> and then they're like, have you heard of emotional sobriety? And you're like, oh, what's that? <laughs> um, which obviously is that whole part where you're like, alcohol is not your issue you're your issue like no (laughs) (laughs) not another thing (laughs) exactly so after that like I did stay sober for basically three and a half years and then I relapsed and with that relapse it wasn't a bad relapse or anything like that Mm -hmm. it was just like a it was more what the relapse symbolized to me I was like clearly we've not addressed any of the issues that are really going on um, so I signed myself up for rehab for a month, had the time of my life. And <laughs> Most people was, don't say that about rehab. <laughs> yeah, because they don't want to get sober. I'm like, hey, I'm ready to get sober. Who's with me? Anyone? Cool. <laughs> uh, so I had the most fun time of my life. And it was just great to be able to obviously log off of social media and things. But also the main aim of the game in the month was just like, hey, time to deal with your bullcrap right now, Dean. Uh, it's the time to do this. Um, so and is that what you've done? Is that what you've done with this new music? Is that is that kind of how you've you've you kind of processed everything? Yeah. Uh, so writing the book was probably like the hardest part about it. Yeah. Um, the first five, like the five chapters that were the really dark ones. So like you know the anorexia or the self harm or eating disorders or anything like that. They were really easy to write um because it was very easy to get back in touch with that pain and that self-hatred but I had to be very careful obviously I had to choose when to engage with those kinds of feelings again um I took myself on lots of safety walks where it was like hey we spent the whole day talking about slicing our wrists let's go for a walk and get some nice dinner I know it's 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 a lot but it was everyone was always like why like was it not relieving to do it not at the time. Like when it dropped, I was like, oh, I'm free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These problems yeah. are not mine anymore. Have them. <laughs> um, so the process itself very hard. But the reward now is definitely, like I did it to help myself because of that belief of like, once you put it out there, it's not yours. Um, but I've had this beautiful, happy consequence of especially young women and young men and things just like reaching out to me and being like, you know, thank you so much for writing your story. I feel less alone. I related to this or I related to that. And it breaks my heart. Um, But I'm just so glad that they have somebody to to make them feel a little bit normal because I definitely remember when I got sober in particular, the only person I had to look up to was Russell Brand. And don't get me wrong, love him. Um, (laughs) But as a 20-year-old female, I'm like, anyone else yeah 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 <laughs> someone you can relate to a little bit more yes i can understand that yeah but closer oh, in age yeah. maybe my own gender I don't know. <laughs> um but uh, yeah so i definitely 
I love that, you know, it, it's um, made people start talking about their stuff that they're going through because they're like, I didn't realize I was feeling that way. And that's a really great legacy <laughs> yeah. to leave people, like, you know, like to be able to, to, to do that. Yeah, definitely. You should be very proud of yourself, I think. Oh, yeah. it's, it's just weird. It's funny, though. It's just like, it's so selfish. I'm like, I want to get rid of my stuff. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. Oh, please. Um, so the new music, when, when can we hear it? Where, where was it going to be? What's, what is it? It's out. It's ready to rock and roll. Anybody can listen to it anytime. I always get the, where can I get it? I'm like, where do you usually buy your music? <laughs> Everywhere. Because <True. laughs> it's there. Um, <laughs> the difference really is always that I say, like, you can get it anywhere you buy music, but if you wanted, like, a signed version, um, I would go to my web store because, like, I have the signed book and I have the signed album there. So that's nice. where all the, the personal things are. <laughs> right, okay, the merch. The merch. Uh, yeah, merch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, that's, that's really good. I'm super, super pleased that things have gone so well for you because um, as we've seen with X Factor, it's not always a guarantee. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so Janet, thanks so much for speaking to us this evening. Really appreciate it. Thank you no, so thank much. Thank you so much for your time. And, uh, really when, next time we, we can be in the studio, please do come in. It'd be great to see you. Yes, definitely. Oh my God, absolutely. I'd love that. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Janet. Thank you. Okay, guys. Bye. bye. Cheers. Bye. It's very inspirational, I feel. She's so inspirational. I feel like if someone, because she's got sort of the good thing about she's got the autobiography that's all about like her life, and a lot of people prefer to read books, but then you've got the other side of it where people listen to music to relate as well. So she's got both of it at both sides where people can just relate to both. But um, yeah, it was great to have her on. Covering and bases. yeah, and I think we have our next guest, Biggs Chris from Love Island. Hello. Hey! hey oh! How are you? Topless, <laughs> Biggs. I don't think Rebecca's going to be okay with this. <laughs> I'm going to take my shorts off. <laughs> oh I didn't realise it was this kind of camera show. Okay, well, this is oh, just a different. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> the magic mic, a free one. It's brilliant. <laughs> now, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, we're good. Really how good. Really good. Please have you on. Yeah. How you been finding lockdown? It's been um, hard, but it's good now. Why, why now? Yeah, why now? Um, I feel like people are the more active now. You hear me? Like, people are, like, it's a bit eased off. Yeah, it's not as tense, is it? Like, when you yeah, go to Tesla, as, I mean, yeah. that everyone's not literally like this. Everyone's a bit, like, freely walking past each other. And the yeah, parks no, are exactly. nice and full as well. And I went shopping for the first day, man, in three months. Where? Um, flannels. Stunning. Did you get anything? It was good. <laughs> <laughs> you're a man of many words. <laughs> you know so what? it's it's kind of weird because I met you when I just came out of the villa. Yeah, I know. I know. So what made you obviously you're friends with Anton? What sort of made you go into go into Love Island? So the thing they messaged me on Instagram if I wanted to audition. So I was like, why not? Fuck it. Oh shit, can I swear here or not? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Can. Oh, can I? Oh, I can't. You can. You can. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. No, 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 I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Sorry, guys, sorry. No, no, what, was sort of, what was sort of Anton's like? Was Anton a bit like, oh my God, I didn't expect you to? Or was Anton like, yeah, you're definitely the type of friend to go on it as well? Um, the thing is, like, I've never told anyone 
So you just appeared, you appeared on TV and Anton was like, I didn't even know this was happening. The thing is, right, the thing is, I wanted my boys to be like, because I told them I'm away to a funeral <laughs> with my mum. Yeah, I told them. Because I just wanted it, like, I just wanted the full effect. Like, they're watching TV, they spoke to me, like, three days ago, then boom, I'm there. Yeah, to be fair, I didn't tell any of my friends. But if one of my friends has been on Love Island, I'd tell him definitely, just to be like, look, I'm just, I'm just going on it as well. I'm just going on it, just informing see, you. See, I never, I never, because I just wanted, I just wanted my boys to be like so shocked and like, I don't know, I just wanted them, I just wanted to shock them, you get me? Yeah, I was I like that. to be like hella surprised, but. And what was your experience of Casa Amor? Obviously, I was in Casa Amor. How did you find it? <laughs> You know what? It was good, but I'll be honest, I felt a little bit bored in the villa. I'm bored? bored. Yeah. yeah, I get I get where you're going with this, yeah. I felt a bit bored because, I don't know, like, I just, you know me, I'm like active. Even though I, it might not seem like it when you watch it, but I just felt, I felt some type of, I felt a bit bored. No, it I, is. I'm happy I've done it. Yeah, I think it's more because you've got to... I am not used to talking about feelings. I'm not used... I can't be bothered to talk about my feelings. But in Love Island, you have to express how you, how you feel to the audience. Yeah. And obviously with that, the person you're coupled up with. So it's like constantly talking about how you feel. And I'm like, I'm done now. I don't want to talk about how I feel. I just want to do something stupid. Yeah. And the thing about me is, I like, see when I'm with a girl, I love knowing about her, her family, you get me? I'm not the type to say much about myself. I'm just always intrigued like about other people so yeah. i kind of struggled but it was good i'm happy i've done it yeah, well it's, it's, it's led you to 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 find love now has it hasn't it yeah no it's, it's a <laughs> <laughs> the madness, yeah rebecca how's that going, how's that going? oh okay yes yeah, so far so good like the thing is everyone in the villa like when i came out they all knew that was going to happen but i've always liked her but i just I didn't get any signs from her. Yeah. Because it's, it's such a shame. I said to Rebecca as well, like, it would have been so nice if we we saw some sort of, like, like really close for even friendship going on between yeah. you two. But when it come out in the press and, like, you were together, we were like, I was like, where on earth did that come from? So, <laughs> but, I mean, we can't see everything, but it would have been really nice and a nice little, like, sort of build-up, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's funny because in the villa, like, if we were in a group, I would try to say things or like make a joke or whatever and then hoping she would laugh, you get me? But they all seen it, but they never talk. Like, like I'm not in touch with my feelings, you get me? Like, I, I don't sit back and think, oh, that's how you feel, blah, blah, you get me? I just yeah. go over the floor. Ah, but do you think that may have gone against you on the show? Definitely. I would have won the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, learned, I learned my lesson big time. What would be your, like, worst but best memory of being in the villa, do you think? Oh, you know what? The best was just waking up and, like, wow, I'm here. Like, actually in Love Island. Because I love this show. Like, see, watching it. I've yeah. watched it for years. Like, it's my favourite um, programme. But, yeah. What did I'm, you think I'm of on... Joanna when she was on it? No, I think she killed it. She smashed it. Right. Well, she's I mean, been nominated for a BAFTA, so... Well, not me personally, but well, it's, it's the, you know, the recoupling scene with me and Michael. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that scene has been nominated for one of the most tense moments. I forget it's like Game of Thrones. I was like, no problem. Wait, <laughs> did, did, did it actually? Yeah, yeah honestly. It's, wow. It's good. It was tough. It was, that, that was hard. I remember watching it. 
But yeah, the funny thing is, is, as Joanna said, this is the year, maybe it could be the only time we ever nominated for a BAFTA and there's no BAFTA red carpet this year. So <laughs> can't make the most of it. <laughs> so obviously I'm going to have to ask this because it's going around in the press and you can squash it here or elaborate on this. What is going on about you texting another girl whilst being with Rebecca? Oh. Is it true, false? This girl, man, uh, what a coaches. Basically, right? It's a girl that anything I put up on my story, she like comments. So I've just been ignoring it. The one time I replied, I said, ha ha. And then what else did I say? Oh, her friend seeing my friend. So whatever long story cut short, I, I, we spoke like twice. And then she went straight to the papers. I couldn't believe it. Somebody oh, I, didn't even know, I don't have a number. We've never spoken on the phone or nothing. So she was seeing your friend? No, her friend was seeing my friend. That's mad. This is why you've got to be careful now. And this is your little lesson that you've got to be so careful. Even saying ha-ha to someone could give off the wrong impression. Well, if I ignored that, that, that means I'm acting bougie. So I thought, let me be nice. <laughs> it's but, a good yeah. point. It's a good, you can't really win. You can't really win. Because <laughs> I, felt, I felt bad ignoring her. Because I ignored her before, so I thought, let me be nice. Yeah. Just make, huh. make a day. But um, she ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> Was, 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 was Rebecca all right with it? Yeah, she was, it? Like, I showed her all the messages. Like, she knows. Like, I'm not a bad guy like that. And I might look like a player, baby, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm gushing. But, nah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good guy, man. Girls just, yeah. like, use and abuse me. It's bad. Oh, you poor thing. You I'm so sorry God, for you. <laughs> yeah, you How has life been for you since leaving the villa? Like, has it changed a lot? Or do you think it's like a bit like not changed yeah. as much? What do you think? No, it's changed so much. Like, even though I was only in there for like a couple of days, but I just feel like I'm just so blessed. I just feel happy. Like, I'm just excited. Are you a bit disappointed? Because obviously lockdown happened straight after the series finished, didn't it? So it's like you, you guys haven't really had the opportunity to go out and do the things that normal Love Island like obviously. contestants do. I'm just so heartbroken. Like it came to my time to do it, like to get it. And then lockdown happens, but everything happens for a reason, I believe. Well, I believe that the fact they're not doing Love Island this year and they're not doing another winter Love Island. And I think it's only fair to give you guys your chance to actually like experience the events, experience like what it's like to come out. Because obviously you are going to have so many work opportunities and I'm actually quite excited to see how far you lot get and what you get. Thank you. I was so gutted when they announced that there, was, there wasn't a, another Love Island. Yeah. I was, I was ready for tears. Yo, I was happy. I'm gonna keep it real. I was happy. I was. This is my time to shine. You get me? So I love it. It's actually hilarious. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's it, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because it's not something you can control. So you've kind of had to just let it go, I guess. I know. I know. Nah, I know. So this what, is just... what has changed for you though? You probably you probably gained it like a hundred thousand Instagram followers or whatever. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll be honest, I was gassed at that. But the thing is, I came out with like 28 or something. Thousand, so I thought I'd be coming back to like half a million. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> how, how, how long did it take you to get to how many you've got, Joanna? Um, I came out on 200,000 and then by, 
I think after after so I was on 500k and then you just build up but it's always normal to lose a chunk it's always and then you gain a chunk from somewhere else like don't be afraid of like losing followers because you'll build them up elsewhere anyway and I know that people are like oh my god I've been watching your followers they dropped a bit and then they're like oh now it's picked back up and I'm like are you watching my followers more than I'm watching them because I'm just like my loyal ones will stay with me and I'm happy with that exactly that that's the main thing for me see like with Instagram I feel like I've always been that guy to like make funny videos or dead like active in that. So we'll just see what happens. We'll see. Yeah, because you're with your YouTube as well. You yeah, obviously yeah. did a few YouTube videos I've seen. Are you going to do any more? We, you know, yet to see more? No, nah, definitely, definitely. This is just a start for me. <laughs> what are we going to see you doing? About? You should be doing workout videos. <laughs> I'm not, I'm too skinny, man. Oh, please. I need to try to work out. You did this and that was like a massive chunk, your muscle. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, I try, I try, I try. So is there anything going on with you and Rebecca? Are you going to be moving in soon together or are you going to be taking it really slow? Fill us in. That's mad. Like, I think it's been two weeks we've been together now. Like, Oh, you want to take it slow then? <laughs> <laughs> We're just going with the floor. Like, I just love how we're just going with the flow. We've never actually like sat and spoke and be like, oh, so what are we? This, that, whatever. We're just going with the flow. The but thing like with you the- two, yeah, I think you two are so easygoing. You've both got such that like, good banter. Like I've been to, spoken to Rebecca so many times now and you both are so, I, I love you two together. So I really, really yeah. hope you two stick it out and move in together and see more videos. Especially uh, these TikToks as well. Nah, definitely, definitely. It'll happen, it'll happen. Do you live near one another? Like two and a half hours. I'm in Glasgow. She's Newcastle. Oh, she's Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. So is that, I guess, you, have you managed to see one another much during this situation? I guess it's kind of a little less intense now, isn't it? So yeah, no, definitely. It was, it was hard at the start. Like, it was kind of rocky because we won't see in a day. Now it's so much better. Yeah. Yeah. It's mad. And also what's mad is your accent. I feel like I understand it more. I feel like sometimes when people have accent, I can't understand, but you've got quite like a clear accent. Yeah, I've got to just put it out there. He's not got a proper Glasgow accent. <laughs> I do. You think I do see that? Yeah, yours is a bit more, uh, yours is a bit posher than that. Yeah. Yeah, do you think so? Posh? I well, I, I get you a bit more Edinburgh. <laughs> ah, that's not American. <laughs> no, well, wait. thank you. Go, go on, Stephen. No, no, go on, go on. Well, I was going to say thank you for coming on, but did you have anything to say, Stephen? No, no, we, we, no, that's all good. You, you, we, we're really good to have you on. Uh, oh, is that the finish? Yeah, we've, yeah. We've, we've only got 15 minutes per guest, unfortunately. Oh, right. I thought you guys weren't happy, like, shit, like a shit interview. But no, 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 oh, no, 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 it's great. No, it's great. Oh, that's a spam. <laughs> 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 oh, no, great. No, I'm happy, I'm happy. Anyway, that was shit. Let's cut him off now. Yeah, let's cut him off. <laughs> no, no, really appreciate you coming on and um, and I hope everything goes well with Rebecca. And we'll no, I'm so gassed you guys even asking me, so thank you so much, honestly. Oh, no, our pleasure, our pleasure. Thank really you great. for coming on and we'll see thank you very soon. Always appreciate having a topless man on the show. So. Come on. See ya. Bye. Bye. Oh, he's brilliant. Man of many words, but when you catch him in the right moment, he brings it all out. I think out. I've got a bit of a crush on him now, actually. Well, Stephen. You never know. I think I do know, but you know, let's uh, never say we... never, like I said earlier. <laughs> SGA, your favourite saying. Um, I believe our final guest, uh, triple threat Matthew Morrison, is uh, ready to come in. Hello. 
Hello. Hi. How, How are you doing? You? I'm average. How are you? <laughs> Distinctly <laughs> average ourselves. Absolutely average. So average. <laughs> it's so great to have you on. Um, it's uh, where are you in LA? I am in LA. Yes. Yes. How, how is it over there? It's um beautiful. It's actually... I love LA. I love LA. Honestly, I'm the type, when I leave the holiday, you know, when I'm on vacation, I'm like, oh God, I actually can't wait to get home. When I went to LA, I cried. I absolutely cried <laughs> when I left. It's How long were you here for? Uh, I think I was there for, I think, five days with a brand. And literally, it was beautiful. We walked by the Hollywood signs, hiking, and there was loads of people with their dogs just walking. And I was just like, this is brilliant. This is beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And everyone's beautiful as well. That's the other bonus about LA. Everyone's really <laughs> tanned, fit, <laughs> the opposite. You fit right of, in, Stephen. You fit right in. <laughs> uh, so how have you been? How, is, how have the last few months been for you? Um, honestly, it's been lovely. We've been thriving, uh, you know, because I'm on the road a lot usually. So it's, okay. uh, it's great to just be here with my family, be very present and proactive and you know it's just it's really been lovely and you're how old's your little one now two and a half so that's oh, a lovely yeah. age to be spending lots of time with them right They're yeah really growing and I and... Deal with the whole like teaching aspect of it so it's kind of great yeah that is <laughs> that is the bonus yeah of course um and you've been uh, tell us a bit about the supply teacher project you've been you've done that was fun you know honestly it was just a, a day out of my life but it was uh, it was something i really wanted to do just because I I do a lot of mentorship programs uh, like around the, the the country, sometimes the world, but uh, just kind of helping kids get there. Well, I did a lot of it on The Greatest Dancer too, you know, that mm. was like a very mentorship role that I had. Um, I love kind of helping out the next generation of artists really find themselves and find their voice. And uh, that's something that's very um, inspiring to me. Uh, so I, I absolutely love it. And they, they asked me to do this and, I was like, well, I'm not going to teach a math class or anything, but uh, <laughs> it, it kind of let me uh, go with what I wanted to do. And that was a little class about musical theater. So did you kind of set up the idea? Did you kind of come up with how you would, because it's a dance routine you teach, isn't it? A little singing, dancing number. We've, we've I do a little dance routine, a little singing, and kind of talk about how you sing while you're dancing at the same time um, and just breath support and stuff like that. So it was, uh, yeah. And you know, one of my, my, my big break was I was the original uh, Link Larkin in, in the show Hairspray. So that was what I chose to do. I chose to do the song, You Can't Stop the Beat. And it was... Um, I love that one. It was, I, it's a great <laughs> it's <one>. really good. <laughs> the, only, the only weird thing for me was like, there, it was just me. You know, I, I love feeding off the energy <laughs> yeah. of, you know, an audience or a class or whatever. So I was really kind of isolated. I think that is the weird thing for a lot of people who are doing these performances on Instagram and all these kind of things, you know, uh, especially, you know, actors, actresses, singers, songwriters, they, they're used to being in crowded rooms and they, they live for the applause, you know, and they can't, <laughs> unfortunately, there's very few people applauding now because you can't hear it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been a while. Um, I you miss ask it? my wife, every time I wake up in the morning, I was like, please just applaud that I wake up. <laughs> She's there now. He's awake, <laughs> He's awake, ladies and gentlemen. What have you made of the? Because theatre is obviously one of those areas that's potentially really going to struggle. And I, I've got friends that work in theatre behind the scenes and they just have no idea when things are going to go back to normal, you know? Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of the, um, the 
perspective um, everywhere. Um, for me, you know, I think about the history of theater and how long it's been around since like the Greek times. And we've been through pandemics and plagues and floods and fires and everything. So mm -hmm. the theater will always come back and the curtain will rise again. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a tricky time kind of figuring it out. But I think once we figure it out, I think it'll be good, but. Yeah, and what would your best advice be to someone who wanted to get into theatre or performing or acting or anything like that? Be good at it. <laughs> um, Great that's advice, a, Stephen. That's a, that's a tough question because I feel like everyone is so individual and they, everyone has like their own kind of offering that they, they can give. But I think that's, that's where the, my, my advice would be is, is figure out what your strength is, figure out how, what makes you shine, what makes you different as an in, individual. And then yes, put in, put in the work and stuff to, to kind of work on your craft and your, your, your skills and stuff. But I think, you know, everyone is thriving to see individuals. Like, of course I, I will get into different characters and become different people, but in the essence of it all, I'm bringing myself to the, to the table. So I think uh, really knowing yourself and figuring out who you are as a person. Do you think yeah. luck also plays a big role in it? Because I do think luck? some, yeah, because sometimes it's like people who are super talented just never get the break. Mm. Yeah, the people who are not talented. Like, <laughs> I mean, exactly, we're speaking you know, to one right now. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, yeah, I, I do think there is a little bit of luck, but I, I definitely in the beginning of my career, it was, it was a lot of luck. It was kind of like this one job that led to another one. But I think a lot of that goes with that is is maintaining relationships and being good with people, being a good people person and figure out how to kind of, you know, well, like I said, I, I, one job always leads to the next one. So yeah. be, a, be a good person to work around, you know, be, be pleasant and, and people will want to hire you more often. Yeah, I definitely think, actually, Joanna, you should really take on that advice, actually. Is Joanna hard yeah. to work with? No, she's very, she's intolerable. It's difficult. Yeah. Every day's a challenge. Stephen, I'm watching. I literally was like, is he when you say it? I had to take a step back for a second then. I was like, what's going on? No, I have to say, actually, Joanna, you're one of the easiest people I've ever worked with. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, what would you say your most embarrassing moment on set would be? Because I know that, like, with me, if I get put in front of a crowd instantly, I don't know what, I just do the most embarrassing weird stuff. I just start, like, I don't know, like, burping or something I don't know what, what would be your most embarrassing moment or sort of on set or on stage or anything like that have you ever been in front of an audience and just burped I, I mean I burped on national tv <laughs> <laughs> yeah Bit of an where, where would I see you Joanna like where do I where where do we know you from Love Island in okay, the UK yeah, so, so just, they saw a lot of intimate, intimate details of you that not it's, with Joanna, not that intimate. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I was like in, in the villa. I was like, like don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, I mean, I was. I mean, I, I sung while burping, which was um, I should just should have done that. But what sort of embarrassing moments have you had? I think any awkward moments. Forgetting my lines. Um, that's always like a really just like gut-wrenching gut thing, but that's the great thing about theater is you're surrounded by people that, you know, everyone knows the show inside and out, so you kind of have to help each other get back on track. So it's, I, but I, I love, I love embarrassing moments because 
And especially when the audience kind of knows that it's not supposed to happen, they kind of get let in on the joke and it becomes this really memorable moment that, that I think is probably more memorable than just doing the shows from start to finish, you know? So I, I, I live for those moments. I have seen that in theatre before. And actually I saw it in Hairspray where someone forgot their lines. Yeah, I mean, it's like, a, it's a, it, is, it does make for a more interesting experience sometimes for the, view, for the viewer, I think. Um, what else have you got planned coming up? Have you got anything you're working on at the minute or is it all kind of slowed down? I mean, it's difficult, right? I'm actually, yeah, well, I'm, you know, I tour a lot. So that, that's all been kind of um, put on the back burner. But honestly, I... I I need to like find an artistic way to express myself and it's been really challenging in this time, but I found um, a new hobby in, in, in woodworking. Oh, that was not what I was expecting you to say. Oh, I thought you could say painting or something. <laughs> so, so okay. I, I, I've been building a lot of stuff. I built, I started out building a shed and then I led to uh, this whole roof and I built my work table and workbench. Um, so I'm really getting into woodworking and it's uh, very fulfilling. And my wife loves it because she's just like, oh, we need this, go build that. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, um, a lot more useful around the house. Did, was there any inclination that you were any good at it or did you just think, I'm just gonna try? There still is not any inclination that I'm good at it. <laughs> just don't go in that shed, just stay out of yeah, it. Yeah. Far. <laughs> no, so I, I'm, I'm figuring things out along the way for sure. But um, um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, but I'm, I'm documenting everything. So I'm, my plan is to kind of like build this, build out this kind of YouTube uh, channel that uh, has a lot of my misfortunes in it. That's such a, such a, your career has gone in so many trajectories. It's very impressive. Brilliant. Always keeping it interesting. It, definitely. How did you feel about the, um, the cancellation of The Greatest Dancer? You must've been pretty sad about that. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, was, it was a beautiful show to be a part of. I, the thing I, I loved about it the most um, was working with the, the, the kids and just kind of- It was really inspirational, I think. Gosh, they're so talented. They're so talented and I'm, you know, I, 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 I've never been as good of a dancer as they are at the current, their current moment. So it, it's just inspiring to see what they can do with their bodies. But, um, you know, I, I love the living in London. Honestly, that was the best part of because I've always been there for work and stuff. So it's always been I fly in, jam-packed press schedule, and mm. then I fly out. But this is my family and I, we were just there for three months at a time uh, for both seasons. So you want I to really, really experience like it. To yeah. experience and, and not be a tourist and really live as a Londoner. We, we got an Airbnb. We lived in so many different areas of London. So really got to explore. That's great. I mean, yeah, I think it's a shame it's not coming back. Um, but this is, I think there's going to be lots of TV programs that are going to be up in the air now, aren't there? That's kind of the thing. I know, I know. Well, I understand what it, it, I mean, it was, it was, they put a lot of money into that show. Like it was really well produced and stuff. So I think, uh, you know, if, you know, you don't get the audience that they really wanted, yeah. um, you know, Saturday night's a tough night. So yeah, it definitely is. And, and yeah, we'll continue to be on British TV, I think. Yeah. And we, we, we can't, we can't let you go without obviously touching on the fact that Glee has kind of been back in the, in the press recently, kind of probably to a lot of people's surprise, but what have you made of all of the attention that it's been receiving and all of the discussions that have been having around it? Are you talking about like people with, are with, with regards to Leah, with regards to Leah and and, and people's oh, experience on set? You know, I I honestly think it's it's a distraction of um, of 
you know, the bigger issues that are going on right now. I'm just kind of like, ah. But um, yeah, I, I don't really comment too much on it. That's fine. But, uh, I can understand it's, that. It's, it's um, yeah, going back to, to what I was saying, you know, it's just uh, you, you want to be a, a good, pleasant person to, 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 to work to be around. Well, it's, it sounds you instead for your whole life, doesn't it? I think being a pleasant person helps in every aspect. Yeah, I think so too. I, I yeah. Um, and yeah, that's about all I'm going to say on that. Fine. That's absolutely <laughs> fine, Matthew. We completely understand. Um, so uh, yeah, the uh, celebrity supply teacher is coming up. I think it's at the end of this month. Uh, I'm not sure on the exact day. We'll, we'll get that on. We'll get that. <laughs> Together on the credits. Uh, thank yeah. you so much, Matthew. Really appreciate <laughs> it. Really you. appreciate you talking to us. Thank and, you. Uh, it was lovely meeting you. Have a, have a lovely rest right. of your day because it's only early there, isn't it? It'd be like 9 a.m. It's 10:30. Uh, yeah. Oh, 10:30. Oh, wow. well, you've got a whole day ahead of you. Yeah, the end of ours. Sun just popped out. Yeah. Joanna, you should be you should be jealous. It's pretty beautiful. Yeah. I am very. Hey, it's pretty warm here right now, actually. It's all right here. We'll have maybe like two days of sun, and then it'll go. Yeah, That's go summer to for you. Here, but... uh, thank you so much, Matthew. Thank really you appreciate so much. you. Have a good day. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Oh, he's brilliant. I mean, and a very kind, very kind man. You can just tell, right? Yeah, it was very soothing to talk to as well. I think I've had to knock it. I'm very like hyper, so I very, went very um. Despite telling my fact I burp as well, that's brilliant. <laughs> I mean, you just, I think you just can't help yourself, can you, Joanna? You, like, you like to stop. talk about burps on the show. You, this, this is not the first time you've done it, I'm going to say. But you know what? I just thought, Joe, rein it in. But I thought, no, I'm going I'm to tell it, okay? So basically, this was my embarrassing moment on set, basically. Aside from the burping, telling him that I burp on TV. <laughs> One day, one day, Joanna, you'll, we'll, we'll, I mean, to be fair, I've done some awful things on this show before, so it's absolutely fine, you know, I wouldn't, fine. I wouldn't worry yeah. too much. I've been accidentally rude to guests, I've, yeah, I mean, it's just terrible, like, the things I've, the shame, the shame that washes over me sometimes when I think about the terrible things I've done, but don't oh. worry that you just told Matthew Morrison that you, that you burped on. But that a burp and yeah, but maybe I'll I'll just um have to take that one in and just digest it over the next couple of days, maybe months. <laughs> just digest it, but don't burp it back out. Um, <laughs> Hopefully not. So when is Matthew's episode going to be aired? That will be on Monday the 29th of June, and uh, the show airs weekdays at 9:25 on CBBC and BBC iPlayer. Amazing! I can't wait to watch. I think it'll be really, really good, and get my cousins involved and all my brothers and stuff <laughs> yeah no it's good i think it'll actually be really good um yeah. for, for especially for people who are teaching in teaching their kids lockdown at home at the moment so uh, well done matty for taking part amazing um i i think we have come to the end of the show it's uh, been a great show great show uh thank you so much as ever joanna and uh we will be back next week yes and thank you to Stephen. yeah and thank you to everyone who um has listened in we'll see you soon bye